Fabcasters, this is Arbar, uh, coming with the update that I promised. 96 hours of fasting from news, social media, any kind of information about uh, the vaccine, about um, even Afghanistan, just, just no news, no nothing that would clutter my mind because up until that point for weeks and weeks it became so noisy in my mind that I couldn't hear myself think and the purpose of 96 hour fast I believe the Lord gave me that that number 96 hours I was coming up on a 96 hour Labor Day weekend and I just knew after 96 hours I would have the clarity that I needed to, to move forward at least initially, and with clearing my mind with uh, no news, no things going around the world, it, it allowed me to breathe. And throughout that time, from Friday to Tuesday, I, I wasn't searching for an answer. I was, when my mind would drift and try to uh, go to an answer, I would remember what I'm supposed to be doing is what I'm encouraging everybody else to do. Not to make a decision based off of facts, uh, man-made decisions based off of man's input, but to really spend time saturating in God's word and embracing his presence, meeting him, allowing him to meet you exactly where you're at. I think that's the win. Rather than dealing with all the details and in coming to a place of peace that's based off of my understanding is not, it's not the way of, of, of the kingdom. It's not a kingdom mentality. It's, I have peace because I talked to so-and-so and doctor so-and-so and I read this news and, and it just never stops. But the peace that surpasses all our understanding that comes from being in a place of realizing that God is in control and that I should only listen to him. I've had this on my mug for years now. Since 2016, I've had these two stickers on my mug, my coffee mug, my decaf coffee mug. Who's in control and to whom shall I listen to today? Those are God-centering questions that bring me back down to earth. And every time when someone would send me an article, look at this one, uh, and it would be leaning toward one side or the other, I would say, I can't, I can't read that. I can't read that until Tuesday because I'm going on a fast. And I quickly saw this theme that God has answered my prayers um, since, since I was young, since I was a teenager in, in three different ways. And I learned this from my dad, actually. He speaks through his word. He speaks to me directly, and he speaks through godly people, his body. Let me talk about speaking directly. Um, I, I'm very careful with that because there's, it's been abused. Like, God told me this, and I, I'm always really reluctant and weary whenever someone says, God told me this. If I see that on the internet, I automatically kind of, my, my red flags go up. But before my dad died, um, I, I was getting ready to go to a meeting. And out of nowhere, I knew now it was the Lord who said, get up and go to the hospital. Your dad needs to see you. And that was him speaking directly to me. 
confirmed by the fact that I went there and it was my last conversation with him because he died two days later. And I was at work on a Saturday and he died on a Sunday and I saw him on a Friday. That's an, that's one example in my life. Uh, another example where God spoke to me directly was in 2013 when he, when God said, I want you to come clean with your wife. For everything that you never wanted to tell her, I want you to I want you to come clean and tell her. That was God speaking to me directly. That is that is the voice of God. Whenever the whenever God speaks, it's going to be something that's going to be truthful and challenging and and, and freedom bringing. And the voice of the enemy is keep a secret. No way. Bury this. Be unknown. Be isolated. Those are those two instances where God spoke to me directly. He said, "Be be fully known and fully loved by your spouse." And get up and go see your dad before he dies. Um, I didn't get that on on this fast. Another way God speaks to me is through his word. And all these truths were coming at me. Um, there were so many truths that, that God was telling me, I am not the author of confusion. And Ryan, you're confused about a lot of things. You're confused on whether or not there's corruption behind this. You're confused whether or not this thing is deadly or not, whether this thing is really helpful, whether there's an agenda, whether whether uh, this this uh, vaccine was created in a lab in Wuhan, whether this thing is, is to depopulize the world. All these things coming at me and it was getting confusing. And it wasn't until the word of God ministered to my heart and said, God said, I am not the author of confusion. If you're getting confused, re- stop and realize it's not from me. God has not also, these are scriptures. You can Google these. I promise you it's in the scripture. I have not given you a spirit of fear. That's what God says. I have not given you a spirit of fear. So if I'm starting to fear, I have to pause, take a deep breath and say, where is that coming from? It's coming from a spirit, but not the spirit of God. So when I would fear dying, like, oh my gosh, is this vaccine? I saw a video that says in three to five years, this thing's going to kill you. Okay, that doesn't make me want to worship God. That makes me fear. And since God not has, has not given me a spirit of fear, I rejected that feeling. And I got rid of that, I got rid of that video. That's the word of God speaking. And then, ever since I was a kid, God has spoken to me through other godly people. I'm not talking about surrounding myself with a, with a gaggle of fools, as Pastor Matt Chandler has, has taught me, but with people who are really saturated in God's word and, and spend time in his presence. People who not just read their Bibles, but they actually like spend time with the Lord. And all the godly people in my life had this dominant theme uh, my buddy, my buddy Robert said, "Has you know? Let me ask you, Ryan. Has has God called you to another career? Has He changed your desire? Has He changed your career path? Is He changing your career path?" But not only He brought that up, but my pastor brought that up. Not only my pastor brought that up, but a fellow Mark Men for Christ, Eric, brought that up. And then one after another, all these men that I was surrounded with, men that have consistently spoken truth into my life were saying the same thing. And these men have never talked to each other. But because they're connected to the Lord, God was able to speak to me through men who have been consistent in my life, consistent truth tellers, guys that don't tell me what I want to hear, but they tell me what I need to hear.
So I'm loved. I mean, I'm surrounded with men. I'm in the word. I was opening up that Bible app every morning. I was opening up my Bible and I was just getting saturated in it. And I started to get a lot of clarity. The clarity I got at the end of the 96 hours, I ended up the last, the last day, which was Tuesday, um, I did a food fast, so, so no food all day. The last meal I had was dinner the night before, and uh, I broke my fast dinner tonight with, in the midst of my community group as we're singing praise songs, and I might add one of those songs at the end of this um, podcast here. Me and my friend Gary and a lot of our friends just sitting in the backyard um, singing what a friend we have in Jesus. And uh, I got I got this clarity that, that God has not changed my career path. But he's actually even asked me to step it up in my career path. So as a guy who was called to be a shepherd to sheep, to the sheepdogs, and stand up against wolves in sheep's clothing and wolves, um, I need to stay in this job and learn how to be a better shepherd. Now, I don't know what that part looks like, but whether that's um, standing up and challenging the status quo or being a whistleblower, but whatever whatever it is, I'm called to stay here and, and continue my job of protecting the flock. Now, for, for those of you that have been hitting me up, I, I, I checked, I, I did a fast from Signal. When I got back, there was 101 messages on my Signal. There were several emails, and I have not got back to to people um, I'd encourage you to start with prayer don't rush into anything take time take time and trust the Lord and, and that's, that's not just something that I'm just saying because it's easy but it but it it takes time to, to sit back and trust him and realize he's in control and if you're dealing with fear realize where it's from it must be confessed and renounced. Lord, you have not given me a spirit of fear. So whoever's given me the spirit of fear, I reject that voice. Could be you, could be the demons, could be the devil, could be your flesh, could be the, the cosmic powers of this world, it could be the world, it could, whatever. If there's a spirit of criticism and judgment, like you hate people, you're po- finger pointing at other politicians or whatever, that is also not a spirit from God. If the spirit is of confusion, realize that God is not the author of confusion. So the person that's putting the confusion in your mind, well, that those voices need to be silenced, confessed and renounced in the midst of a gospel centered community like I'm in Tuesday night community. I'm in a morning community. I'm in community with my wife throughout these past 96 hours. We would sit down after the kids would get on the bus. We would sit down at the breakfast table. And I was fortunate because I didn't have work over the 96 hours because that's what it is. It was 96 hours of vacation. Break from work, a break from labor. We'd sit around the table. We'd go on Spotify and look up Holy Spirit soaking music. Uh, preferably instrumental. Whatever. What was Bethel or Maverick City music or Upper Room. Hillsong. And we would just sit there and I would read a devotional 
as we're listening to this music, we're just getting grounded. And it was calm. And there's a couple times I was, I got caught up, I was looking at YouTube, you know, the shorts, and I was like, wait a minute, this is social media, but it snuck in, how did I, I'm gonna look into this stuff. So I would turn that off and say, I confess, this is social media, what am I doing? And get right back to it, get right back at it. The last day, I like to end my, my long fast with a, with, a, with a full day of fasting from food because that is a constant reminder. It is a constant reminder of what I should be doing. So every time my stomach hurt, I would say, Lord, why does my stomach hurt? Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be praying. So I wanna encourage everybody um, with, with my experience with this 96 hour fast, you cannot go wrong doing the same thing. And at the end of the day, whether you get this vaccine or not is your personal choice. And it better be a decision that you make that was rooted in you spending time in prayer and fasting, not reading the news, not reading a bunch of facts and, and stating a case, which in some cases might even be a straw man argument. Just, just put all that away and see what the Lord tells you to do. Sometimes he says, yes, get this. Sometimes he says, no, do not get this. And other times he says, look, it's not sinful either way. I'm leaving it up to you. It's sort of like getting married. I'll let you marry whoever you want. I'm going to bless it accordingly. And even if this thing, you know, there's, there's fear of death. Like if you're a Christian, you have, no, you have nothing to fear. One, you can't die unless it's authorized. I promise you. Two, if you do die and go into the presence of Jesus, what's so bad about that? You leaving people behind on earth for a second? But let's go back to fasting and praying. That's Jesus style. The disciples were confused one time. They said, hey, how come we couldn't cast out these spirits here? And Jesus said, well, these ones, you can only do it by fasting and prayer. It's not a one-time deal. It's, it was Jesus' lifestyle. Fasting and prayer was his lifestyle. See, he was always ready. He was always ready for ministry. He was always ready for conflict because he was in that constant mode of communion with the Father. He lived life to please the Father. Jesus had one objective in mind. Do my decisions, does my life please the Father in heaven? All right, Fabcasters, I love you guys. Thanks for going on this journey with me. And I will pray with you and for you. Be reach out. Tell me what you need prayer for. Peace. Love you. Jesus, our reason. Jesus, our king. Jesus, our freedom, all we need is Him. He is our provider, and He is why we sing. Our heart's desire, all we need is Him. Jesus, I run to. Jesus, our breakthrough, all we need is Him. 
is our salvation and our everything. Hope of all nations, all we need is Him. What a Savior, what a healer, what a teacher. Your goodness has no end. Amen. 